the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And truth. This is the new Freedom 1570. KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Attorney General William Barr says that President Trump's tweets about Justice Department prosecutors in cases, quote, make it impossible for me to do my job. Barr made the comment during an interview with ABC News just days after the Justice Department overruled its own prosecutors. Vice President Mike Pence says President Trump has finally put his impeachment behind him. And of course, last Wednesday, after three years of endless investigations and a partisan impeachment, the president was cleared on all charges by the United States Senate. Justice was served, our Constitution defended, and President Donald Trump was acquitted forever. The vice president spoke at a dinner in his honor at the Citadel Military College in Charleston, South Carolina last night. Also at townhall.com, Chinese officials say six health workers have died and just over 1,700 have been infected since the outbreak of the coronavirus. The figures reveal the price being paid by China's doctors and nurses. A vice minister for health said they were literally putting their lives on the line. Their sacrifice was encapsulated by the death from the virus of Dr. Li Wenliang, who was told to keep quiet after warning about COVID-19 before it became public knowledge. Over recent weeks, there have been many reports of dedicated hospital staff working long hours without a break, sometimes without the proper protective equipment. And with the virus still spreading, their job's not done yet. BBC correspondent Michael Bristow reporting. Retail sales rose a modest three-tenths percent in January, a slight improvement over December, as unseasonably warm weather boosted sales at hardware stores and furniture stores. That slot gain was in line with expectations. On Wall Street, stocks are mixed. The Dow down 18 points. The Nasdaq up 20. More on these stories at townhall.com. Pack Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, Call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-299-1364. That's 800-299-1364. 800-299-1364. Just after 11 a.m. now on Freedom 1570, working our way towards the noon hour. It's time for some truth therapy with Scott V. Black. Stay tuned for Like It Matters Radio. That's coming up next here on Freedom 1570. Your forecast calling for a cold day up to near 20 for the daytime high. That's our forecasted high. It's going to feel much colder with that wind. And then for Saturday, a legitimate warm-up up up into the mid-30s with a chance of some sun in the afternoon. That's your forecast on Freedom 1570. Join the Freedom Insider Fan Club for free. That's at Freedom1570.com. Mark Levin sees people rooting for the Democrats. Who else can't wait for one of those Democrats to get elected? Our enemies. Our enemies love these people. They know they'll kill our economy. They know they'll undermine our military. They know they'll create chaos and worse here at home. The red Chinese are rooting for the Democrats. The Palestinians are rooting for the Democrats. The Iranians, Hezbollah, Hamas, they're all rooting for the Democrats. Mark Levin, weeknights at 5, right before Sebastian Gorka at 8 on Freedom 1570. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. 
Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today is a unique day. It is February 14th, unless you're listening to a replay of the show, and it's not. But if it is February 14th, we know that day as Valentine's Day. And boy... You know, Valentine's Day is an interesting day for many people, most men, uh, because, you know, the question is, what do we do, right? What do we do for that girlfriend? What do we do for that spouse? Uh, Do we go out to dinner? Do we buy this? And if we buy stuff, what do we buy? Do we buy the pajama grams? Uh, Do we buy lingerie? Do we buy chocolates or sweets? Uh, We go out to dinner. Do we go out to a romantic dinner? Do we go out to a, you know, all this stuff. Uh, And men worry. We worry, women, if it matters at all. We worry because we know uh, whatever we do, we're going to be judged. It's going to be measured against what other men are doing and what other women share with other women about what the man in their life did. And, And so for us men... Uh, it is one of those uh, interesting, interesting things. And depending on where we are in a relationship, the beginning, the middle, the end, whether that relationship is a, uh, a dating relationship or a marriage relationship, uh, whether it's the fun part or the struggle part, right? These are questions we consider. And if we don't do anything, boy, oh boy, are we in big trouble, mister, Right? And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to talk about what I believe is the best gift uh, that we can give uh, to any single person that we care about. And I'm going to suggest that that gift is to become self-actualized. Self-actualization. Matter of fact, that is the topic of today's radio show. uh, And that is also our word of the day. Self-actualization. So... Self-actualization definition is the realization or fulfillment of one's talents and potentialities, especially considered as a drive or need present in everyone. Self-actualization definition is the achievement of one's full potential through creative, uh, creativity, independence, spontaneity, and a grasp of the real world. I love that. And a grasp of the real world. In other words, Self-actualization is to realize fully one's potential. Now, here's what I got from uh, Positive Psychology. You go to positivepsychology.com forward slash self-actualization, and here's what you read. Although self-actualization is most often associated with Abraham Maslow, the term was first coined by Kurt Goldstein. Goldstein characterized self-actualization as an individuation or process of becoming a self that is holistic. In other words, the individual realizes that oneself and one's environment are two pieces of a greater whole and acts as the primary driving force of behavior in humans. Although Goldstein's concept didn't get much traction at the time, it was popularized when Maslow adopted it into his theory on the human hierarchy of needs. Uh, in his seminal paper about human motivation, in which he first introduced his hierarchy of needs, uh, 
Maslow discussed self-actualization by stating, what a man can be, he must be. This need we may call self-actualization. So self-actualization has been described as the psychological process aimed at maximizing the use of a person's abilities and resources. And it's going to be different from person to person because we have different abilities, we have different traumas, we have different dramas. So in other words, self-actualization can generally be thought of as the full realizations of one's creative, intellectual, and social potential through internal drive. Versus, he says, uh, external rewards like money, status, or power. That's one of the best things we can do as a gift. It's not about candy. It's not about physical intimacy. Uh, those are all wonderful things. It's not about a pajama gram. Uh, it's not about all this other stuff. But I truly believe the greatest gift that we can give to anybody that we love is self-actualization. And, you know, I talk about this in my training because my outcome, my mission with Like It Matters, which is my training organization, you know, I'm, I'm on the radio because of what I've been doing for the last 30 years. Uh, if you can go to likeitmatters.net and read about it, I help people maximize the potentials they were created with. Don't you hear it? That's my goal. That's my short term. That's my tagline. Helping people maximize the potentials they were created with. Self-actualization, right? And the, and the best way I have to explain that is in a story I once heard. Uh, George Bernard Shaw was a famous writer, and near the end of his life, he was with a group of reporters. Uh, and one of the reporters uh, posed a simple question. Hey, George, if you could live your life all over again, you get to start from the beginning. But this time, you could pick whoever you wanted to be. Pick whoever you wanted to be and go back in your life and live your life all over again. If you could do that, George, who would you want to be? I mean, would it be a political leader? Would it be a religious leader? Uh, would it be a certain a guru? Uh, would it be a certain business person? Uh, who would it be? And after a while, I thought, George Bernard Shaw looked at the his audience and said, you know what? If I could live my life all over again and be anybody I wanted to be, I would be the George Bernard Shaw that I could have been. And, you know, I pondered that for years because in my training, it is out-of-the-box training. I get people out of their head. It's non-didactic training. Uh, and I, it's, a hard, it's hard to explain my training. It's kind of like a woman explaining to a man what childbirth is like. You know, because that man will never experience it. Nothing that woman ever says, no words can ever uh, really fully explain what a woman goes through when she's given childbirth. Uh, you know, and that's why men, sometimes the worst words can you can ever say is, I, I understand. Oh, be careful that. Uh, be careful those words, because unless you're willing to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins, you know, I deal with conflict resolution. Uh, and I, there's something called the three F's of conflict resolution, feel, felt, found. And the way it works is I understand how you feel. I felt this way. And one thing I found. See, see, what we got to do is we got to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. We got to pony up beside them. We got to get inside their experience. Uh, in my training, I, I, I'm, I help people a lot. And one of the ways I help people is when they're sharing their trauma, when they're sharing their drama, I actually put it on. I actually walk in it. I actually put myself through their experience. So I put myself what's called second position. I walk a mile in their moccasins. And as I'm experiencing what they experience, then I have feelings uh, and thoughts uh, and drives that are similar to someone else going through that experience. You understand why I'm saying this, right? Men, there's no way we can ever truly understand what a woman goes through uh, that nine-month uh, labor or that nine-month gestation period and then that you know hours to days of labor that they go through. And by the way, I'm very appreciative that I'll never fully understand because what women do, uh, I just wouldn't even want to consider. Uh, and if men gave birth, we all know that there would not be a, a problem with the growth of the human <laughs> civilization, right? Uh, there'd be all one, one child families, right? We'd keep it in check pretty clearly. And so today I want to suggest, uh, as we celebrate Valentine's Day, whether you have a sweetheart in your life or not, 
can I suggest that there is one thing that we could all do uh, that really is the best gift that we can give anybody? And that is to become the fullest of our potential. And that is to become the George Bernard Shaw we could have been. That is to become self-actualized. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be talking about self-actualization. And how do you become the best possible version of yourself? I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. And we'll be back in three minutes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker, at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is, I finally gave it a try. And now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. Happy Valentine's Day. And to the men and women, to our incredible listeners out there, I hope you have a day of love, of uh, relaxation, of knowing that you matter. And knowing that other people care about you. And though even though I've never met thousands of you out there, but you listen to my show daily, I want you to know I love you. I uh, remember, we, we got to understand this word called love. You know, part of my job on this radio program is to be a little bit of an etymologist. No, not to entomologist. We're not eating bugs, studying bugs, and whether they're chocolate-covered or not. No, thank you. But an etymologist, to understand the structure of words, what they mean, the base of the words, how they came into existence, because, boy, words are powerful. The right words at the right time will change someone's life, and the wrong words at the right time, if someone allows it, will destroy them. 
And boy, so much done uh, under the cover of this word called love, right? Love, interesting, interesting word. And today, we're going to talk about, you know, uh, I talked in the first segment about a lot of us men, you know, we struggle what to do with that woman in our life or the women. Not that you have more than one girlfriend or more than a spouse, but we also have daughters and we also have uh, other women in our life that we might have familiar love. You know, that word love is interesting. Because uh, I've heard there's uh, something like a couple of hundred different words that Eskimos have for snow because they have a much more descriptive language than, than we do. Matter of fact, when I, when I read the Bible, I'm a man of God first and foremost, you know, we can read the word love a lot. Uh, and, you know, the the Bible is written in Greek, the New Testament. That was the language of the day. Uh, and the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, some of it. Uh, and some of it also Aramea, uh, um, Aramaic, I should say, and Syriac. Uh, but uh, it's translated into English for those of us gringos who speak English. And there are four Greek words <clears throat> that can be translated as love. Eros. Uh, is what some of you think Valentine's Day is about. Uh, and I used to think that as well. Uh, eros is sexual love. And by the way, Eros is nowhere in the Bible. Nowhere in the Bible. And then there's Phileo. Phileo is brotherly love. You know, uh, Philadelphia is the city of brotherly love. Phileo, do you see it there? Uh, and then there's a, a compound word. It means familiar love, which is storge. Storge. And then there's God's love, which is agape, agape. Matter of fact, there's a part in the Bible, I think it's in the book of John where it talks about it, where Jesus uh, is uh, reincarnated, he's uh, incarnated, he's come back from the dead, uh, and he's sitting there with Peter, uh, and he's uh, over a fire, and they're cooking some fish. And Jesus asked Peter the same question three times. Peter, do you love me? And each time Peter responds almost incredulously. You know I love you. But he asked the question three times, and each time at the end of it, he said, well, feed my sheep, take care of my people. And if you understand the original translation, uh, it's Jesus is saying, uh, Peter, do you agape me? And then Peter would say, Lord, you know I phileo you. Now, I've heard a lot of people say, a lot of Bible commentators say back then that the words were not much different, but I, I, I don't think there's a difference there just because. I think there's a difference because there's a difference. And I'm going to be honest with you, none of us can agape without God. It's only God through us that can agape. But Peter kept responding, Lord, I phileo you. I mean, you know I phileo you. You know I phileo you. But Jesus kept asking, do you agape me until the very last time? And then Jesus said, do you flail me? But, you know, that thing of love is so special, so important. Because so many people, young people, they just want to find someone to love them. They want to know they matter. And so I'm going to tell you today that love is a verb. A lot of people miss love because they think it's a feeling. It's a noun. And I'm telling you right now, yeah, there's, it's wonderful to have amorous feelings it's wonderful to be turned on by somebody. Don't get me wrong. I've spent 40 years of my life chasing after that. I get it. But true love is a verb. You know, one of the famous verses in the Bible is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever shall believe in him shall not die but have everlasting life. Don't you hear it? it right there it says that love is a verb. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. That's what it says. Look at our military. Look at our first responders, the, the men and women in blue. For they so loved their country. So they, for they so loved their community that they do something about it. Right? It's a verb. Even Jesus says, if you love me, you'd keep my commandments. Why do you call me Lord, Lord? And not do what I say. Do you hear the verbs all throughout there? It's not a feeling. Feelings come and go. Feelings are a chemical response. That's all they are. The body releases 63 known chemicals. And there's three things that we do that cause our body to release the chemicals that make us feel what we feel. Love is a verb. 
That's First Corinthians 13, you know. It's the love chapter, right? And it gives a whole list on, on what love is and what love does and what love doesn't do. And for the message paraphrase, it says, love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut, doesn't have a swelled head, doesn't force itself on others. It's always, isn't it, isn't always me first, doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others, doesn't revel when others grovel, takes pleasure in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, trusts God, trusts God always, always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. And so today, the Tyler Show is self-actualized. Because if you truly love people, the best thing you can do for them is to become the George Bernard Shaw you could have been. The best thing you can do for them is to become self-actualized. Remember, that's our word of the day, and it's the title of today's program. Self-actualization is the realization or fulfillment of one's talents and potentialities. That's what it is. Is defined as the achievement of one's full potential. In other words, what is self-actualization? To realize fully one's potential. And that's the business I've been in. I've been in the human potential field for 30 years. If you go to likeitmatters.net, you'll read about it. And Abraham Maslow was an American psychologist who was best known for creating Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You've, you've heard me share them on this radio show for years. See, Maslow wanted to understand what motivates people. He believed that people possess a set of motivation systems unrelated to rewards or unconscious desires. Maslow stated that people are motivated to achieve certain needs. And when one need is fulfilled... A person seeks to fulfill the next one and so on. And so he actually created this, this what's called the hierarchy of needs. And that's why I tell people, you know, we live in a political world. Especially the Democratic Party wants to differentiate. It's the identity politics. Wants to focus on all the differences. You know, black against white, brown against yellow. You know, haves against have-nots. Republicans against Democrats. Those of us who support President Trump and those of you who want to burn down the White House with him and his family in it, right? Different people. But let's be honest. As different as we are, we're far more similar. We all want to love and be loved. We all want to know we matter. We all want to provide for our family. We all want to have safety and security. We all want to know we're special. Don't you see? We're far more similar. And, you know, you could take the darkest, tallest-looking person and then take me, a short, white guy, and 99.9% of our DNA is identically the same. See, Maslow said that we all have basic needs. The bottom need is a hierarchy. It's a pyramid. It's physiological needs. Then we have safety needs. Then we have social needs. Then we have needs of esteem. And then we have the very top is what's called self-actualization. That's where we get the term. And those bottom needs are called deficiency needs. Matter of fact, the original model was this five-stage model. It can be divided into basic or deficiency needs, physiological safety, love, and esteem, And then the top one is a growth need, self-actualization. And the deficiency or basic needs are said to motivate people when they are unmet. Also, the need to fulfill such needs will become stronger the longer the duration they are denied. In other words, the longer a person goes without food, the more hungry they become. And we must satisfy lower-level basic needs before progressing on to meet higher-level growth needs. Once these needs have been reasonably satisfied, one may be able to reach the highest level called self-actualization. 
and every person is capable and has the desire to move up the hierarchy towards a level of self-actualization. Unfortunately, though, progress is often disrupted by failure to meet lower-level needs. Maslow noted only one in a hundred people become fully self-actualized because their society rewards motivation primarily based on esteem, love, and other social needs. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about self-actualization. Because as you consider what can you do on Valentine's Day for those that you love, I'm going to suggest the answer is clear. To be the best possible version of yourself. To become self-actualized. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Here's another legendary buy one, get one free offer from Blue Ox Heating and Air. Purchase a high-efficiency furnace to stay warm this winter, and you get a free air conditioner to stay cool during the Minnesota summers. Some restrictions apply. To get full details on this legendary buy a furnace, get an AC unit free offer, certain restrictions apply, please see dealer for details. Retiring is easy. Staying retired is the hard part. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Al and Mike. They'll be discussing nine mistakes that can ruin your retirement, whether you're already retired or just planning for retirement. These mistakes need to be avoided for you to succeed. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 9 a.m. Sunday on Freedom 1570. Or you can call them right now with your questions, 855-231-6010. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today, as we celebrate Valentine's Day, we are focusing on the greatest gift you can give anybody you care about. I'm going to suggest... It's the greatest gift you can give this world. And if you miss any of this radio show, I'm not going to repeat my first two segments. Just go to likeitmattersradio.com. Likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this show, uh, this message, and many other shows. It's right there. Just go when you hit likeitmattersradio.com. If you hit the listen now, uh, it'll pull up all this message and then many other archived messages in podcast form. And you can listen at your own leisure. And I'd highly recommend just invest an hour of your time. We call this an hour of power because it works on the one person we have absolute control over. And that is ourselves. And today, the word of the day and the show title is exactly the same. 
It's called self-actualized, self-actualization. And it is the process of becoming the best possible you. And we've been talking about Dr. Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs. A psychologist Abraham Maslow identified at the time five basic needs. His original pyramid was five things. Uh, and then he expanded, or I don't know if he expanded, but it was expanded to seven. Uh, and the basic needs, the, the core needs, uh, never changed. They were the same four ones. Uh, but what happened was the, the top tier, which was uh, self-acquisition, there was two more were added. One was the, the need to know and understand. And one was aesthetic needs, and those were in the the higher levels of needs. And I don't know if he altered it or if they were just added based on his writings. I don't know. But I'm going to go with the five model, the five-level model, if you will. In the very bottom, he says we have physiological needs. Physiological needs are the foundation of the pyramid. Why? Because Maslow suggested the first and most basic need people has is the need for survival, Right? Talked about this week on the radio show. There, where are you living? We got survival, we got success, we got significance, right? The first basic need of every single life form is to survive. That's the basic. We need food, we need water, we need shelter. People must have food to eat, water to drink, a place to call home. Before, let's be honest, they can think about anything else. All you got to do is go look at pictures of Hurricane Katrina and things like that. The tsunami when people were stranded or, or without contact with the world for days and weeks at a time, right? We easily get in survival mode, right? Have you ever had a hard time paying attention when you haven't eaten for a while? Or how many p- people in America go to bed hungry? How many kids go to bed hungry? How many kids go to school hungry? That's why leaders, if you truly love people, get off yourself. For God so love, he did something about it, right? So if you love so much, you don't need to buy candy for your sweetheart. Go out and make a difference. Feed people. Give people the basic needs. Without that physiological needs being met, nothing else really matters. We're all going to survive. We're all going to get through the, the day, get to the next day before we can do anything else. After psychological needs have been satisfied, people that can work to meet their needs for safety and security. That's the next level. Safety is a feeling people get when they know no harm will befall them, physically, mentally, or emotionally. Security is a feeling people get when their fears and anxieties are low, right? Absolutely important. And boy, for some of us that are Trump supporters, for some of us uh, that don't fit in the politically correct world, but we're afraid to share our opinions, right? Because our safety. You know, we say that people, people aren't attacking Bernie supporters, People aren't beating up Pete Buttigieg supporters, but if you wear a Make America Great hat, people will attack you. If you wear a Trump 2020 shirt, people spit in your food or disown you on Facebook. Man, you know, we all need to feel safe and secure even if we believe different than each other. And then once the safety and security needs are met, then there's a love and belongingness needs. Really important. We got to meet the first two first and then the third one. The third level of the pyramid are needs associated with love, belonging. That's why we celebrate Valentine's Day. And there are a lot of people out there that don't feel loved, that don't feel like they belong. And by the way, I know your pain. Why do you think I can help so many people? Because I'm a foreigner in a strange land. I don't fit in anywhere. I've never fit in. I don't fit in on this world. I get it. Why do you think I can help tens of thousands of people out there? Because a lot of people feel the same way. They don't fit in. And so we got to help people meet those love and belongingness needs. These needs are met through satisfactory relationships. Relationships with family members, friends, peers, classmates, teachers, other people whom individuals interact. Satisfactory relationships imply acceptance by others. And then having satisfied their physiological and security needs, people can then venture out and seek relationships from which their need for love and belonging can be met. Now, once individuals have satisfactorily met their need for love and belonging, they can begin to develop positive feelings of self-worth and self-esteem. Don't you get it? If other people like me, if other people love me, then I must have value. And for many people, so I say, parents, your job is so critical 
because outside of our spouse, depending on what type of marriage we have, the people that have done the most damage to us come from our family of origin. I don't know what the numbers are, but more have not than have. More have not had good childhoods than have had good childhoods. It's very rare, and I've I've walked intimately with somewhere between, I don't know, twelve to 20,000 people. And boy, I'm telling you right now, I don't know if it's 20% or 10% or 50, I don't know what the number is, but very few have had solid, positive, nurturing, loving childhoods. Why does that matter? Because by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map reality is in place. In other words, the basic structure of their belief systems in place. And only after those first three levels have been met can we then begin to develop positive feelings of self-worth and self-esteem and to act to foster pride in our work, in ourselves as people. And before we can work towards self-esteem, we must feel safe, secure, part of a group, whether that be a, a class in school, right? I remember there was a study by uh, Yamamoto, uh, I think it was 1996, more than 1,700 children in grades 2 through 9 reported that the most stressful events in their lives were those that threatened their security and those that threatened to embarrass them, thereby challenging their developing sense of love and belonging. See, that's why I always credit teachers. Teachers, you have such a great gift, such a great propensity to change someone's life. I know when I grew up, I was a very troubled childhood. Very much abuse, neglect. I feel like God didn't like me. What did I do to you, God, to put me in such a terrible family? And it was uh, basically a, a safety net, going to school, you know, uh, belonging to something. I was a class clown. I'd act up because it's the only way I knew to get attention. And so we, we've got to deal with these first four levels before we can go on to that self actualization level. Matter of fact, the first four levels of Maslow's hierarchy needs are essential for a person's well-being and must be satisfied before the person is motivated to seek experiences that pertain to the upper levels. If a student cannot meet any of these needs, that student will not be motivated to pursue any of the needs in the succeeding levels. Remember, I'm treating it as a level five process, but a lot of them now are level seven. Because in those higher needs are not just self-actualization, but the need to understand, right? It's a big one, need to know and to understand. And the need for aesthetic needs, you know, beauty, things to, to pretty things up. But those bottom ones, those needs are called deficiency needs. The first four levels, four levels are called deficiency needs. And after these deficiency needs have been satisfied, now there's motivation. Now, there's a drive and a desire to go above that. And I want to spend the rest of this radio show talking about that highest level, which is self-actualization. Because I truly believe that is the best gift that we can give to anybody we care about. That is the best gift that we can give to this country. We need people that are driven to be the best possible version of themselves. Uh, that's why I'm doing my training. I've been doing it for 28 years. Go to likeitmatters.net to help people maximize the potentials they were created with. And years ago, uh, when was this? Uh, July of 2015. Uh, again, Huffington Post. Uh, not a big fan of the Huffington Post. But David Z, S-Z-E, wrote this, Maslow, the 12 characteristics of a self-actualized person. And he says that Maslow describes the good life as one directed towards self-actualization, the pinnacle need. Self-actualization occurs when you maximize your potential, doing the best you're capable of doing. And the problem is most people don't know what it means to be the best. In my training, when people go to my training, I'd promise them a brand new definition of what 100% truly is. Because most people have never given close to 100%. That's what the whole good enough, G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F, good enough to get by, good enough for government work, good enough that Mr. Black doesn't ask me to leave, good enough that she doesn't walk out the door and leave a note on the wall and take the kids with her. Some of us can give 60 or 70%, and it's fairly impressive. 
But we should never settle for good enough. All of our outcomes should be to be the best possible version of ourselves, to become the George Bernard Shaw that we could have been. And it's hard to do it on your own. It's kind of like I get a much better workout when I'm with a partner because when I'm by myself and I'm under a bench press bar and that bar weight gets heavy and gets a little wobbly, I put it down. But when I have somebody else working out with me, they can push me. When things get tough, when things get taut, I don't stop. They tell me two more. And they help me get those two more. They help me do more than I could do on my own. That's what I do at likeitmatters.net. So when we come back for the fourth segment, I'm going to go through what are the 12 characteristics of a self-actualized person. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on this Valentine's Day. I'll be back in three minutes. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net I'm on my third child and also on my third vehicle at Denver Grove Hyundai. I'm Christelle from Mendota Heights. Did my research on high-rated vehicle, good value, and that brought me right to Hyundai. So now I'm on my third and also my third child, uh, which brought up the need to upgrade the vehicle again. So now I'm in a Santa Fe. And Hyundai brings a lot of features to the table for not a lot of money. And considering I'm Taking my kids in the vehicle, it's also a really highly rated vehicle as far as safety. So Invergrove Hyundai was able to work out just a great deal. I love that about working with Invergrove Hyundai. The staff and the salespeople really did uh, close the deal for me because everyone has been just a joy to deal with. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain, and Hyundai Assurance. Choose from an amazing variety of new Hyundais and experience the incredible customer satisfaction for yourself at Invergrove Hyundai. Online at InvergroveHyundai.com. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the, the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I'm wishing you a happy Valentine's Day and wishing you much love, much love. And today, we're talking about self-actualization. And self-actualization is really uh, reaching your potential, becoming the best possible version of yourself. Uh, and it's something hard to do on your own. Uh, we need to be challenged. We need to be pushed. Sometimes we need an outside reference, an outside set of eyes. Uh, and so that's what I do at likeitmatters.net. So go to likeitmatters.net, go to the schedule page, and put yourself in a Leadership Awakening class. If you've already been through Leadership Awakening, then you need to finish the process you began years ago and get your butt into Leadership Adventure. And let me help you become the best possible version of yourself. 
And so what I'm telling you right now, the best thing you can do for anybody you care about, whether it's a gift for Valentine's Day or just a gift to this world or to our country, is to become your full potential, to become the maximum of who you were created to be. And so from this article by David Z from the Huffington Post about five years ago, I uh, identified 12 characteristics of a self-actualized person. This is from Maslow's own research. So he said, number one, self-actualized people embrace the unknown and the ambiguous. Uh, they're not threatened or afraid of it. Instead, they accept it, are comfortable with it, and often attracted to it. They do not cling to the familiar, right? Matter of fact, Einstein said the most beautiful thing we can experience is the mysterious. Number two, they accept themselves together with their flaws. We all are flawed. We all fall short of the glory of God. Self-actualized people are, do not, are not perfectionists. We understand that we are flawed. We don't brush it off, but it's just part of the condition. Uh, quote from Maslow's work, they can accept their own human nature in the stoic style with all its shortcomings, with all its discrepancies from the ideal image without feeling real concern. One does not complain about water because it's wet or about rocks because they're hard. Simply noting and observing what is the case without either arguing the matter or demanding that it be otherwise. And nonetheless, by the way, just say no, self-actualized people are accepting of shortcomings that are immutable. They do, do feel ashamed or regretful. I feel bad all the time about changeable deficits and bad habits. Number three, self-actualized people prioritize and enjoy the journey not just the destination. Quote, they often regard as ends in themselves many experiences and activities that are, for other people, only means. Our subjects are somewhat more likely to appreciate for its own sake and in an absolute way the doing itself. They can often enjoy it for its own sake, the getting to some place as well as the arriving. It is occasionally possible for them to make out of the most trivial and routine activity an intrinsically enjoyable game or dance or play. Number four, self-actualized people, why they're inherently unconventional, they do not seek to shock or disturb. See, unlike the average rebel, the self-actualized person recognizes the world of people in which he or she lives could not understand or accept his or her unconventionality. And since he or she has no wish to hurt them or to fight with them over every triviality, they will go through the ceremonies and rituals of convention with a good-humored shrug and with the best possible grace. See, self-actualized people uh, usually behave in a conventional fashion simply because no great issues are involved or because they know people will be hurt or embarrassed in any other type of behavior. So we play the game when we have to, as long as it doesn't sell ourselves short, as long as we don't validate one of our core beliefs. Number five, self-actualized people are motivated by growth, not by the satisfaction of needs. That's key. Man, I tell you, I'm never closer to God than when I'm in class because I let God guide me. Our subjects no longer strive in the ordinary sense, but rather develop. They attempt to grow to perfection and to develop more and more fully in their own style. The motivation of ordinary men is a striving for the basic need gratifications that they lack. Number six, self-actualized people have a purpose. Ladies and gentlemen, you hear me say this over and over. These are existential questions. Who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? Number seven, self-actualized people are not troubled by the small things. Don't sweat the small things. You know, you got to get over the small things. There's just bumps. There's obstacles. There's setbacks. There's roadblocks. There's obstacles. And really what matters uh, is your thinking about them. It's your thought process. It's the frame you put around them. Don't get troubled by the little things. Little things are just opportunities to get better. They're obstacles. Just things that usually for the 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 undriven uh, person or the non-self-actualized person, they become distractions. For those of us that are self-actualized, they become little learning curves. That's all they are. Number eight, self-actualized people are grateful. It is a great spirit to be in. Remember, ego states, one of the greatest mindsets for any human being, especially a self-actualized one, is grateful. Be appreciative. The good, the bad, the right, the wrong, 
That's what Romans 8.28 says, right? God causes, notice the verbs there, God causes all things to work for the good, for those who loved him, who are called according to his purpose. Have a grateful spirit if you want to be self-actualized. Number nine, self-actualized people share deep relationships with a few, but also feel identification and affection towards the entire human race. We're all part of the same human family. There are no races. There's one race, the human race. The Bible says that there's no black or white or brown or yellow. There's no business owner or employee. We're all children of God. We're all creations of God. I should say not everybody's a child of God. Jesus himself said that. Number 10, self-actualized people are humble. Humble. They're all quite well aware of how little they know in comparison with what could be known and what is known by others. Because of this, it's possible for them without pose to be honestly respectful and even humble before people who can teach them something. You know, I tell people all the time, I'm nobody. Don't put me on a pedestal. I'm nobody. I'm flawed. I'm broken. Don't put me on a pedestal. Number 11, self-actualized people resist and culturization. That's a tough one. They do not allow themselves to be passively molded by culture. They deliberate uh, and make their own decisions, selecting what they see as good and rejecting what they see as bad. So what you get on this radio show, whether you like it or not, that's what you get. And lastly, number 12, despite all this, self-actualized people are not perfect. We know we're not perfect. We're not striving for perfect. That's what this radio show is about. Tune in for an hour of power so you can become the best possible version of yourself. Go to likeitmatters.net. And I do a daily blog. I send it out to hundreds of people, one at a time. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, wayofwarrior.blog. And let me read you yesterday's um, 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 blog that I posted. It's from Galatians 6.2. It says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And then I address it to you as a warrior. Warrior, some things need little explanation, but demand some expansive dialogue. I like how some of the other translations make this clear. Bear one another's burdens, and thus, in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. This is not complicated. You don't need a seminary degree to understand what God is saying. You don't need to study Greek, Aramaic, Syriac, Hebrew, or seek a pastor or priest's wisdom to explain this or understand this. However, you do need a desire to honor God and get yourself off your throne. Rule number one about being a leader, it's not about you. Get off yourself. The Bible puts it this way. In his letter to the church at Philippi, Paul stated it like this. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Leader, when Jesus was incarnate walking on this planet, the religious leaders were attempting to trick him. So they could catch him in what they considered a situation where they could say he violated the law. And when the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they themselves gathered together. One of them, an expert in the law, test him with a question. Teacher, which one of the commandments is the greatest in the law? And he said to them, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and all the prophets. For those who are called to be children of God, for those who God calls to be leaders, we must remember it cannot be about us. It's about him and it's about them and how we can be used by God to love on others. We are called to be his hands, his feet, and his heart. We are called to love. Love is not a verb. I've talked about this. Love is a feeling. And John 3.16 clearly tells us this. For God so loved the world that he did something about it. He gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. We call John's gospel the gospel of love. And John recalls Jesus' words, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. Love is a verb. And so you go out there and celebrate Valentine's Day, just love on people. And tune into this show every Monday through Friday from 11 to 12 a.m. Uh, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. 
limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Here's some great news for people who plan to retire one day. The Sheila Franks Financial Hour is on the air. You know Sheila, or you should. She's CEO and founder of Lifestyle Financial and Tax Advisors Company. Her team has won the People's Choice Award as the best tax preparer for Osseo, Maple Grove, Champlin, and Dayton. Her advice may be the best thing you hear all weekend. It's an hour of insight, information, and strategies you can use to build wealth and keep it. Live good, retire well. Listen to the Sheila Franks Financial Hour, Sundays at 1 p.m. on Freedom 1570. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at Minneapolis.SalemSurround. Ringing 